welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Today is a very special episode. Yes, we have a guest, a second time on the podcast that we have a guest. We uh, just have so many people clamoring to be on the show. Yeah, you know, because everyone wants a prime spot at being a guest in a mediocre podcast. Well, they've got opinions. They want to tell us why we were wrong when clearly we weren't. Well, I wasn't. Hey man, don't get ahead of yourself, all right? It's like I your time will come to defend your crap opinions. But uh, perfect takes. Anyway, whatever. So, as you know, your hosts Rudy and Tyler are here. Hello. Hey Tyler. So, we're going to get right to it. Introducing our guest, a good friend of the podcast, a she, good friend overall, but she, she actually is, listens to the podcast. She she is art. Okay. You know what? You want to you just start this? It's like we, we have a whole topic that we're going to talk. We had a discussion and now you just want to jump in. I mean, that's just how we do it. I mean, yeah, yeah, and let's go. Uh, anyway, all right. Our, our, our guest today is local educator and good friend, Emma. Say hello. Hi, friends. I'm here today to bring the vocal fry. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Here we go. <laughs> ah, the vocal fry. Oh, don't even get started. Do a lot of teachers have that? Just as a question, like this, this isn't our topic about vocal fry. That will be a, a two podcast, no, two episode special. We're here to grill you. Yeah, I don't think so. I think it's more of a female thing, if anything. No, I, I, I mean, I know, I oh, know. Now like, we're gendering this. Okay, oh. okay. I see how this episode's gonna go. Um, Emma, you don't know that <laughs> guys can't do that too. I mean, like we could do that too. All right, that's a little insensitive. Yeah, I don't mean to genderize. You're absolutely right. I take it all back. But no, there's no there. I I would figure there's some teachers, especially in Los Angeles, they're just like you know they talk like this. I like, oh my god. I'm not gonna lie. I was made fun of a lot for having some of that Southern California drawl. I blame it on watching Bill and Ted too much when I was younger. You watch Bill and Ted now? Yes, but it, it, was, <laughs> it hasn't stopped. I'm I don't know why you're ma- making a distinction between past and present. The, it's continuous. You're like Doctor Manhattan with. Bill and Ted, you you've watched it all through time, always at once. They're good movies, all three of them. Oh god! Anyway, <laughs> what was our original question? Oh yeah, the the vocal fry with teachers. Do they? Do you have any? Yeah, I don't think it's a thing. I mean, I know it's a thing, but just like in teachers, you just you haven't encountered it. Not really. South South Bay, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Mm. maybe. Shots at the South Bay. I okay. Know. Okay. The whole goal here is to start some kind of fight. You already picked a fight with the IE saying that anyone from the IE doesn't count or they're garbage or they're garbage people. Which I I like. No intention of of, uh, shots. And look, look at what you got out of. He slandered the, he, he slandered the entire Inlet Empire. Which I'm just like, look, I mean, it's not the best, but also, I mean, they know what they did. (laughs) No, we've actually had conversations about it in the staff lounge. How, uh, a lot of us don't think we have it, and then it turns out everyone else thinks we do. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I mean, some people talk about how the California accent, and mm-hmm. you know, you know, so people like like or uh, well, dude, what's one totally. Yeah. Well, well, not too much that affectation, but just the uh, what is it? I think we drop certain letters when we say stuff. You do. I mean, that's actually a weird YouTube rabbit hole you can go down looking at different accents and the comparisons. Mm-hmm. I think you sent me down one yes, of those rabbit holes, Emma. I sent you a Blink-182 article the, once. It's the punk rock accent. Yeah, but then there's also uh, like a southern draw that's derived from like 
royal English speaking. It's yeah, yeah. That's how yeah southern so yeah southerners talk like how you know just British people they just stayed in you know uh, America for a couple hundred years, <laughs> which is what happened. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that tracks. All right, I think we our topic today is giving back. You know, actually being of use to society. I know that's a foreign concept in this whole COVID. These are my rights times. Yeah, that's why we needed a guest to come in and talk to us about it. <laughs> we have no experience with nope. caring about others or taking them into consideration. Nope. My mind is strictly uh, self-interest. That's it. Okay. Thank you, Ayn Rand. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, I've, I've given back recently. Uh, a few, I think last month I gave blood. I good, good. The, yeah. I mean, to be honest, though, I got a... $20 Amazon gift card from it. Woo! No, I mean I wish, but your no, that's not what I got. Your motivations weren't. <laughs> that's pure. not that's how yeah. you end up in the bad place. Yes, yes, I I have read Immanuel Kant also. <laughs> yes, I know, but no, I got a I got a ceramic campfire mug because oh. and it had the Red Cross on it. It's red. It's oh. pretty cool. So yeah, so I was like, I I need to sign up. Where are the ones that are giving away the mugs? Oh, Santa Monica. Yeah, I'm gonna go there. You <laughs> know what? Too Rudy and I feel like the elite blood donors because we're. We're both O negatives. Oh. Yeah. Yes, yes. Right. I can save someone in a pinch Any. if I choose to. Any. Again, I can choose. If you choose to. Yeah. That's, you have that power. That's, I, that's, what I, that's what I thrive on, the power. Just knowing that I can deal out death if I want to. I always forget what I am. Um, I gave blood once like two years ago. I think I'm like B positive, but I honestly, I don't know. You be negative. That's I what. That's what I think. Sandra. You be negative, especially on this podcast. I try to be. <laughs> well, see, you don't even need to know your blood type when you hang out with us. There we go. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, unless around. we're in danger, then you can't give us blood because yeah. yeah, we need to. We, we need can to. give each other blood though. Yeah, that sounds very gross. We <laughs> just say it like that. I take it back. <laughs> we are recording we're this. We're gonna give each other blood. <laughs> like what? <laughs> we are literally recording this on Halloween, and we're two minutes away from blood. No, no, it's already November. It. It's already November. Push it out of the way. We're not talking about. <laughs> no, Halloween no, anymore. that's what Halloween's the last episode was for. Blood rituals at midnight. Here we go. Oh God! All right, but yeah, it's, blood exchange. I, we're, I'm in, down. we're November. I'll get my Swiss Army knife. Yeah, <laughs> just blood just brothers. open a vein. Open <laughs> a vein right now. I'll get the glass chalices. We're good. We're good. Hey, we're doing this for Satan. Right. Show some respect. <laughs> I can pour it in the Red Cross mug. <laughs> pour it in the Red Cross mug. There you go. There you go. Mug. <laughs> I like it. Uh, so yeah, so giving back and we decided to invite Emma because she always is out giving to the community and inviting us to stuff, which I just swipe away and say, I didn't get, I didn't get that text. I'm sorry. Showed up once or twice, but not nearly as much as I probably should have. No, we should, we should, but it was just like, sometimes it's like, oh man, it's, it's interfering with my schedule of doing nothing and watching a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. I, I was going to sleep in guess i could make some trick-or-treat bags for kids or some valentine's day bags with stickers okay okay let's let's not get ahead of ourselves let's uh let's have our guest uh emma you can start off what was kind of just the catalyst of fitting in volunteering into your day-to-day right so um I i think i chose a career where it's sort of embedded already being a teacher like if I didn't wait, volunteer, wait, that helps people. I didn't. I'm not familiar. <laughs> yeah, if I if I just chose not to ever volunteer and all I did was continue to work, there's so, just so many opportunities. I think to give back to a community. 
Um, so you can pick a job like that where it's actually part of your job. It's just like built in and you never actually have to go out and volunteer, do volunteer hours or anything like that. So, um, in addition to that, I think the, let's see, the catalyst was probably when I first actually volunteered through an organization that was Heal the Bay <laughs> and that was in eighth grade and it was through school. So I remember just creating, we all had to create a chart of different types of trash we might find. So like cigarette butts and pl- a variety of plastics. And then needles. We, we found a lot of needles. <laughs> <We found dirty laughs> yeah. Welcome to Los Angeles, everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we went down to Santa Monica and we just, we had gloves on and little bags and we threw stuff away and just marked it every time under the different categories. But that's the first actually like organized uh, volunteer group activity I did. Do you guys remember the time we were in that uh, Chase Park Marina del Rey where we saw a group doing something similar? They were doing like a park cleanup. Uh, wait, Chase we Park was... There. We've been to Chase Park several times. I'm yeah. trying to remember the one time that we saw good people. There was a group of about 20 children and adults and they all had like special t-shirts made, blue shirts, and they were picking up trash in a very clean park. There was was absolutely no trash. Like they showed up and it was clean already. Yeah, because Chase Park isn't normally like dirty. I don't think I wanted to say, hey, Kenneth Hahn is down La Cienega. Why don't you head over there? Uh, Doc Weiler. Yeah, Doc Weiler. Yeah, Yeah, that's funny though, because like that makes me think about uh, some stuff that Rudy and I have done through work. I don't know if you went out to this one, but going to uh, elementary schools, cleaning up helping paint murals and paint the walls to clean it up. And I've definitely gone out to some schools mm. that were way nicer than anything I went to. And we were there to quote unquote, clean it up. And it honestly, it worked. It looked worse when we left. <laughs> the year I went, I remember I invited my sister and she was excited just cause uh, you know, you clean up. And then she met Michael Brownlee, who is the local anchor here and, oh and, yeah okay and you're just like oh shit that guy's cool and you know she took a photo and all the stuff and we helped paint like a mural which i mean help paint it was just they already sketched out the sketch and they're just like okay just color in this part and this part and i'm like oh okay and then there you go done yeah i mean we're not muralists so it's all paint by numbers but yeah. uh, i definitely dug a lot of dirt for their uh school garden uh helped it out that it was basically just doing the kids work for them which I thought was lazy on their part. <laughs> like there was a, this is a teachable moment and we're robbing them of that. Hey, it's the weekend, all right? You want them to be there on the weekend just like, yeah, we got extra work. Not not even schoolwork. It's just extra work. Just freaking hold this back. You're never too young to learn about overtime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they tell, actually, we have something like that at my school and they call them the garden angels. So they didn't even say Ooh. this guy, Tiger. Not the gardening days. angels? The Garden Angels. Instead of Guardian Guy. Yeah, see? See? Missed opportunity right there. That's a freebie. Boom. Right there. The Gardening Angels. There you go. There you go. That's. Oh, I thought you had more to hear. That's my contribution. So the kids get all excited. They come back on Monday and like, oh my God, look at everything that changed over the weekend. These crops were harvested. Someone ate all the tomatoes. <laughs> oh man imagine working all that hard and you don't even get to eat the tomato you you grew so rude so you started off and you were excited to do this uh your your first outing was through school yeah so now that you 
are a teacher, do you help add that to your, your students? You try to encourage them out there? Oh, to encourage them to volunteer? Yeah. No, I've actually never done an organized... No, I haven't. That's a good idea. Um, I Look have, at this, listeners. We're giving out a great ideas. Yeah, great idea. It's it a million-dollar podcast. Yeah. Nobody comes to us looking for answers. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> listens to us, period. <laughs> I will make a note of it. I have taken advantage of volunteer programs and brought my students to benefit from them. Um, well, Rudy and I both went to LMU, and I don't know if you ever participated in the Fright Fest events. No way. Yeah, so Loyola Marymount University, they used to have, I don't know if they still do, but they, um, every Halloween, you could sign up to have kids from inner cities come and trick or treat in your dorms. Oh, I do remember that. And certain floors would like decorate uh, haunted houses and stuff. There were at least two haunted houses on campus. Yeah, oh, that's why, because I was more of a commuter. Yeah. I never Mm -hmm. got that experience. Like, I was never there hands on when it happened, but yeah. Yeah, so they, um, Yeah, they do it because a lot of neighborhoods are unsafe or just, you know, the parents don't have the time to take the kids out. Grew up in Inglewood, totally checks out. (laughs) I grew up in Inglewood too. Um, Actually, you guys mentioned it on the last podcast and I was like, I was one of those kids who had older cousins who could drive us to Beverly Hills to get the full-size candy bars. Yes. And we also went to Westchester a lot. Westchester was just like a six-minute drive away. Yeah. um, I don't know. I always... I always really loved that experience of of just like giving out candy to little kids. And then they also made a bunch of, they grilled a bunch of hot dogs and they could go have a really nice dinner that they got really excited about. So um, I arranged for my students to go one year. So actually for my students and another class and we got the bus paid for by LMU. So they sent us a really nice charter bus. Um, and that's where the excitement started for the kids. They were like, oh my God, I feel like I'm going to Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, it was like a party bus they sent us that year. And then, um, yeah, we just headed over to LMU and all the kids were in their costumes. And this was like from 5 to maybe 8 p.m. And I got to walk around with them, take them to all the dorms. And the whole time, I mean, you think about it just being like, oh, they're getting candy. But really, this is college exposure, right? It really is, Yeah. yeah. So I, I really love that program. I love that they made it happen. Uh, I no longer teach there in Inglewood, but that's more the type of activities in, in terms of volunteering that I would partake in, like where you receive the services, <laughs> not really teach them to, to volunteer themselves. Yeah. I mean, that's step one is you, you see the kids get to experience what other people are offering and giving out. So then at some point you turn around and go, now it's our turn to give away and mm-hmm. help out. And just more to the point of what Emma was saying about like the bus and like taking these kids to a place like they've never seen before. Just a more exposure to realizing that, yeah, you know, these nice places aren't like some far away distant thing, but also, you know, they live in areas where like they don't really travel that much. Like, you know, when back when we were talking about like beaches and stuff where, you know, there's people in LA who like have never gone to the beach yet. Which blows my mind. And I find tragic and sad <laughs> that some kids are growing up in Inglewood and they've never seen the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I mean when I say it's sort of embedded too into my career because when I worked there, I also took them on a field trip to Santa Monica. And it's because um, I got to know the manager of the Buca de Beppo there on Second Street and he wow. invited me to just bring my class and have dinner for free. 
And so I was like, all right, well, how do I work this academically? So um, I ended up coming up with a lesson where they were like, like it's a me, Emma. <laughs> we are going to have a trip to Italy. There you, that's exactly what I did. Verbatim. Like, I'm sorry to all the, I'm sorry to all our Italian listeners. <laughs> that was a Mario impression. Let me be clear. That wasn't Italian. That was a Mario impression. Right. Yeah, no. So um, I came up with some like bullshit lesson, but it, it turned out to be a lot of fun. We went to the beach and we staked uh, these like skewers into the sand and then measured angles and stuff. So, but we did it at the beach. And oh. I think like a fourth of the kids said they had never been to the beach before. Wow. Five miles ah. away. Five miles away. Like the beach. Doc Weiler would have been five miles away. They'd never been. This is like kids in Kansas growing up saying, I've never seen corn. I was I was just thinking when you were doing that little like geometry stuff right mm-hmm. there in the ocean, you did you use Sokotoa? No, that's not <laughs> that's like what Oh uh, no. shout out to listeners who heard the last episode about that horrible teacher. Yeah. I was screaming. I, so here's the thing I, I mentioned to you guys already, but I'm always screaming at the podcast when I'm listening at home or on my drive. I'm just like, like you know which one? The horse thief. I was like, the horse thief. It's like, I know that place. That place is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's all we want is we want people yelling at their cars right. radio when they're driving around. It's it's an interactive I'm podcast. There you go. Exactly. Calvert. We're no. just like. Yeah, yeah right. shout out to Calvert, our previous guest. What's up, Calvert? <laughs> we got more guests in coming. Yeah, we outside got more. Crew, yeah, you mean? Outside yeah, outside of the, of the crew. Yeah, I know, I know. We we've got enough clout that we can actually reach out to people who aren't our friends. I mean, well, the next one is kind of, but she's she has more more cred. Point is, I, I would say our next guest uh, has as much to do with the production of this podcast as our current guest. That's true. That a is correct. From the capacity of a listener? No, because uh, credit to you for being the one who tried to encourage a podcast to yes. exist. That is correct. Yes. The origins of this podcast. Well, were you going to get to it? Like, were you going to explain it? Like, yeah, you could Yeah, it. I mean, so we all go out and hang out, the four of us, uh, Rudy, Emma, and Calvert and I, and... We're hilarious, so we entertain ourselves wonderfully in line, and Emma's got the great idea that we should all just do a podcast, so we talked about that for a long time before anybody actually considered seriously, like, okay, maybe we should. Uh, Rudy went out, got some microphones, and busted out the laptop, and we sat around the microphone, do a little proof of concept, can this exist? Turns out the answer is no. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's all right. It's all right. Well, no, I like because so Emma and Calvert have wonderful contributions. They they always have a lot to contribute to the conversation. Do we? <laughs> but when the microphone was on, it, it it's a lot of Rudy and me. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I have a teacher present. It was Rudy and I. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, I think uh, it was me though. But <laughs> it was supposed to be me. <laughs> And, you know, so some time passed and uh, Rudy and I, uh, we continued that thought process and we, we started this up eventually. And next week, we'll continue this conversation with our other guest uh, who helped us out more so with the nuts and bolts of production. So, 
That'll be fun. Something to look forward to next week. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yeah, Rudy said that there's going to be another episode where uh, Calbert and I join. We both join. Ooh, don't hey, don't tease it. Don't oh, tease it. Like yeah, we need a little tease. It doesn't the big. No, here. This tease, is why I'm tease. sharing though. This is why I'm all sharing. All right, all right, all right. Because <laughs> last night we were having dinner and I mentioned it. I was like, oh yeah, well, do you want to save it for that other episode? And he said, oh, I told you about that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you told me about. He said, oh well, see the thing is. He basically told me I'm on probation today. <laughs> this is, is a test. You are, you yeah. are. Yeah, he's like, if you do not speak, because that's what I did, you guys. I, fr- I completely froze during that first try at the podcast. I completely froze. I don't know why. I, I guess I was nervous. I'm an introvert, that's why. True, but I want to take the, this time, take a moment to tell you, you're yeah. doing fantastic. Oh, you're doing well. You're and doing now good. she's going to just, she's gonna just gonna clam up. <laughs> she's going <laughs> to shut down now. <laughs> Yeah, and it didn't even take any liquid courage, you guys. It took pizza courage. That's what it took. Yeah, we did Quick have pizza. tease for the next episode with the whole gang. A little liquid courage for everybody. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mentioned, yep, the big mixology sequel. I know that the fans are cla- Are they clamoring for it? I don't even know. I'm just saying it. As just a fan, I am clamoring. For well, I know, time. yeah. The return of the cold fashion, that's why you're clamoring you for it. You it sound so good. Oh, my God. <laughs> It, I was shocked, and you know how much I, I want to you shit on Rudy for oh. his his creation. I, I, I thought it. I thought it was like shit on anything I do. That's that's yeah, yeah no, completely I do. <laughs> so when I say it was really good, I like I mean that. Well, yeah, I know what a fan you are of cold brew, and it really didn't taste like cold brew. It was just like a it was like an old fashioned, but a little bit sweeter. Um, but it was oh, it was so good. It's really that maple syrup that you use. That yeah, yeah. And don't worry, of it's. Uh, I bought a second bottle of the uh, cold brew Jack Daniels, yeah. uh, not Jack Daniels, Jameson. So um, yeah, we'll be good. We'll be good for Hell that yes. big mixology two episode. Stay tuned, everybody, to that one. Actually, just stay tuned to all of them. Why do I keep saying just particular episodes? This is like just a, a quick segment of commercials for our upcoming episodes. Yeah, it's like, do you like podcasts? <laughs> Listen, we've got more podcasts. We got, podcast. yeah, we got more podcasts for your podcast. Stay tuned. And now back to the show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, volunteering. Volunteering. <laughs> well, um, you know, another thing too. I think volunteering starts even before that uh, when you start seeing needs in your community, right? So, uh, as Rudy mentioned, you know, we br- both grew up in Inglewood. We've known each other since we were what six, seven. Yeah, it was. We're, yeah, we were yeah. very young. Yeah. <laughs> We were in school together. So um, I used to see the same homeless guy at the entrance of the freeway. And I remember asking my dad if I could give him a dollar. And it was like my own dollar. He said, <laughs> no, you cannot. <laughs> he didn't let me. Yeah. Why are you okay, giving him a dollar? I'm surprised. But that, that's just how my dad was. He was just like, no, you don't. You don't give him a dollar. Cause, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't know your dad, but I, yeah. I know that same sentiment, though. Okay. I do. Um, it just reminds me. And my... the place i used to live i would walk around the corner to get food all the time and there was one homeless dude in particular and i would see him all the time and eventually i would talk to him and me and him just kind of became friendly mm-hmm. i guess um like i got him a, a gift card for christmas one year oh, um he's a good dude but like i don't go to that area too often so i don't see him anymore yeah mm. Uh, but it's tough when you there's so much homeless that it's overwhelming and you can't give money to everybody and honestly, even this guy, even though he was nice, we've had conversations where some information starts to come out. And I start to go, oh, there's a reason you were homeless. Mm. Uh, yeah, no one does it for fun. Yeah, <laughs> like you you, you were kind of shitty, weren't you, dude? You, you kind of earned this. Uh, and it's, it's shitty, but like I still like I gave him a little bit of money once in a while when I could. 
Yeah, I always felt that, um, you know, if they're asking for money, that that sort of gave me permission to be judgmental. But then once I recognized that in myself, I said, no, it doesn't give me the opportunity to be judgmental. So if they're asking for money and I have it and I'm willing to spare it, I give it to them and they do with it what they do with it. You know, it's so, not. Yeah. I was going to say, so back to your father saying, yeah, so how dare saying, you have compassion for the unhoused <laughs> and yeah, continue. He's like, no, you can't give him a dollar, but. What would really help is packing him a lunch. And I, I don't know if he was tr- just trying to like talk me out of it and hoping I would forget. Like like it was just like, if I give you a task, you're not going to want to do it. So yeah. this conversation's over. <laughs> I don't know. But I did end up packing him a lunch the following week. And we always took the, that same freeway, that same entrance every week, like every Sunday to visit cousins. So for years, I packed him a little lunch. Like I made him a sandwich and I got him a little apple juice. And my dad let me. And he... He actually, I think he even reminded me a few times or said things like, oh, we got peaches too, if you want to give them peaches. So, um, yeah, he definitely encouraged me to do that. So I think that's where it starts. It's like you see a need and you seek out a connection either through a parent, a family member, someone you look up to, someone can help you uh, find that agency to make things happen. You know, and then and then you just make it happen like you guys did with the podcast. You're doers. Yeah. But, you know, your act was more benevolent. <laughs> Ours is just like, hey, everyone has to listen to what we have to say. We just were trying to make money. <laughs> it's, it's a slow process. We I, haven't made any. But yeah, I know. It's like we're missing that second step. And then the third step is profit. Yes. So it's just like that second step. Start yeah. of podcast, step two, and then step three, profit. Well, but we still haven't found the second. Can, uh, <laughs> yeah, we need to just start like uh, that Patreon, let people just give us money. Me I mean, I should, yeah, 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 fine, we can start a Patreon, but what, what extras will we offer? Just an extended, uncut episode? Secret behind-the-scenes photos? Gross. <laughs> a calendar? A calendar? I wasn't gonna... A calendar? calendar. photos or anything, but, you know, if they do pay for the, the diamond tier, I will... The diamond tier? <laughs> if someone's contributed a hundred a month just to see it, just for, like, fine, you put out the calendar. You know inspirational mr beast why don't you guys do i was just watching a bunch of mr beast stuff yeah. and you want to know why we don't do stuff like that why? because he ha- starts off with a million dollars we don't right. start off with a million dollars well yeah it's yeah mr beast for those who don't know mr beast does insane numbers because most of his challenges or giveaways are just like yeah i will give away a new ferrari or lamborghini if you you know whoever's the last person to take their hand off mm-hmm. the car yeah, like well, I'm gonna start off. I'm gonna give away a, like half a million dollars to the last person standing in the circle. But then along the way, he'll give out little prizes. And basically, he started this whole thing off with a million dollars. And some of them aren't even like challenge, like you know, like contests. Some of some of it's just like he walks up to someone in the store, like, "Look, we I made a circle with this tape. Right. Anything you can put in the circle, you can take. Like I'll yeah. pay for it, but it has to like not fall down. Like you can create a little tower, but." If it falls down, you don't win anything. But if it's all like stays right there and like, yeah, you can take it. And yeah, it's just, it's just fun seeing it. Yeah. yeah. He puts on a good show, but it, it also reminds me of classic, uh, Steve Martin joke, which is, you know, it's incredibly easy to be a millionaire. Being, becoming a millionaire is the easiest thing in the world, really. Uh, you just, one, you just need to start off, have a million dollars. And that's, yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. But there are a lot of lessons you can learn too. Like he, he gives to people of all, 
all levels. He gives yeah. to the homeless and he gives to people who are already shopping. He gives, yeah. And, and sometimes he never, he doesn't even know that these people are in need until after he does the good deed. And then they confess and they're in tears and they're like, I had a shitty day or I just lost my job. Things you wouldn't expect. So. And yeah. And then he starts crying and all this. Like, yeah, I mean, he does good uh, stuff, in, including recently he kicked off his um, hashtag save seas. Yeah. Which is trying to get 30 million pounds of garbage out of the ocean. He cleaned the dirtiest. Wow. So, yeah. So, so, yeah. So, it's all like, so a bunch of YouTubers just across all the different like channels are just like contributing to the hashtag safe seas. You can contribute and it's like to, so they can hit their 30 million. He wants to raise $30 million to, uh, to protect the oceans. So, that's. See, that's amazing. I would so much rather watch a lot of videos about that as opposed to like, Non-celebrity boxing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're talking about you're talking about what Jake Paul? <laughs> yeah, the the non-celebrity uh, boxing. Oh God! This is where I either need an explanation or I tune out. Sure, sure. Okay. So Jake Paul uh, is a shitty YouTuber. <laughs> he does. Pranks. I mean, he does not. He has the number. He's just. He's just a shitty YouTuber. He, like, he, as a YouTuber, he's okay. just a shitty person. He is a shitty person and an amazing YouTuber. Oh, okay. uh, he's got a brother, and they both do shitty YouTube pranks or whatever. It's it's all garbage. I forgot uh, which one of them was the one who uh, courted controversy in Japan when they filmed in the uh, in the suicide suicide forest. forest in Japan, and they actually saw a dead body. Yeah, they actually aired it. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, I found a dead body. I'm going to record it for YouTube. Yay! Fuck you. Anyway, uh, they, you know, there was always a, a big thing with celebrity boxing, which was always like washed up celebrities or somebody who needs a little extra cash. And, you know, it's fun, the idea of seeing like Vanilla Ice fight somebody. It's great. And so they started getting YouTubers into it. And Jake Paul has really been trying to be like an actual boxer. To his credit, I think he's actually trained and become like a decent boxer, mm-hmm. but he's also a shitty person. So I just root against him for everything. Yeah, it, it's just annoying. Yeah, because he, he's not doing good things with his money like Mr. Beast. Right, and that's the thing that I think uh, what, earlier when I said you can embed it into your career, even when, even when you don't see a natural connection, like YouTubing. Uh, is wasn't he like a gamer, Mr. Beast? He does. Know. He has a gaming channel. He has his uh, philanthropy channel, which is just basically a video like every once every month, just saying all the like good stuff he's done with all the money they raised. And because those videos get millions of views, he basically takes the money that he earns from those videos and then does more philanthropy with that. So that's why I just like, just watch the videos. And then when I make the money, like I'm like, this is what I invest in. I'm just like, you know, making sure schools have new equipment and, you know, feeding the community and, you know, started, you know, cleanup projects and all this other stuff. It feels like you're describing communism. <laughs> exactly. That's- and there are multiple peer, uh, tiers where you can kind of like uh, contribute. You can contribute by watching, right? You're contributing to the views or by donating as you're watching because there's always that little oh, yeah, pop-up on the side. The there. fundraiser. Yeah. See uh-huh. our Patreon. Or you can sign up to actually be present and, you know, volunteer with them. So lots of opportunities. 
that's that's what I'm trying to teach you guys. You can, if a friend hits you up and says, "Hey, like, uh, we're making Valentine cards. Do you want to come and draw?" And like Tyler shows up and Calbert shows up and Rudy doesn't. Hey man, it conflicted with the stuff I Some wanted Rams to do. Game or something twice the other time too. Wait, one of them might have been Wait, a Rams did you know game. The Halloween bag one. That was just Calbert. I think that was just Calbert. Uh, yeah. I went to the Valentine's Day one, and I went to one or two other things you've invited me to, but I don't remember which ones. That were volunteering? That were volunteering, but I've definitely uh, ignored the other 90%. <laughs> yeah. Or had bad excuses. It's okay. I, yeah. It really, truly is okay. Yeah, no, no. I should get out there more. But I, hey, I give blood, so I don't yeah. know about you. It's like, I actually saving saved lives. literal lives with my blood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, actually I got something, uh, so I had a weird night several months ago where I just heard a bunch of loud music in my neighborhood. And so I walked around the corner trying to figure out where the hell it was coming from. And eventually I stumbled on a concert just in the neighborhood. It was wild. It was, it was an Ozzy Osbourne (laughs) cover band. I was like, what the hell is going on? And I found it. I found the, uh, the people that were running it. And it turns out to, it was this group called Nourish LA. And it was a fundraiser that they were putting on uh, because they're raising money to feed homeless people, especially people suffering during the pandemic. So they're just giving away food, you know, no questions asked. If you need some food, there you go. Um, and then I started following their Instagram and they're doing a lot of good work. They post up down the street from me every Sunday. I believe they're always looking for drivers to help drive some food out. Uh, but that yeah, was really cool volunteer work that I just stumbled on. At the time, I didn't have uh, the time or the car, so I just paid $20 for a t-shirt. Yeah, there you go. Every little bit helps. A friend of mine for her 30th birthday party, she volunteered with the LA Food Bank, and I think her aim was to get 30 people also to join. I don't know if in the end there were 30 of us, but we just, um, yeah, we packaged produce in boxes. And our group, our friend group, we just... um, it was sort of like a like a forward line, right? So our job was to just make the boxes, the cardboard boxes, and label them with a marker. That was it. We never touched food to put inside. We just passed them on to the next group, and then they, they did that. So it was kind of like um, tedious work made fun because you're there with your friends. And two hours do kind of fly, fly by. I think we did two hours, maybe even longer. But um, that's how my friend wanted to celebrate her birthday. And I thought that was a really, really cool choice. And I've been meaning to do it, too. I just have not. That's way better than just posting something on Facebook yeah. to get some donations. I do see some of those fundraisers. And it's just like, yeah, I want to. But also, like, whenever the link goes to, like, oh, give Facebook your, you know, payment info. Like, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Facebook takes part of that donation. Yeah, part of me is like, oh, I want to donate, but like, nah, I don't want to put my info on Facebook. <laughs> I will say one of the interesting things that you just touched on, which is how fast and how fun the work can be, no matter how tedious it is, if you have a few friends with you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like hanging out with friends, but now you're doing something productive and helpful. That's also another question I kind of have, like with volunteering. It's just like I know there's kind of a tier thing. Like if you just start off with an organization and they give you the grunt work, new as a new volunteer to like an organization, probably. <laughs> I would say it depends on the organization and yeah. the amount of jobs they have. Like here, lick stamps. <laughs> yeah, it could yeah. kind of come down to that. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't really know that you would have to like earn your way up to a more desirable. Because I, because I know that's that's what I heard. Like you know, if you want to start, because you know, I like all the soup kitchens get flooded during Thanksgiving because it's November. We're not going to start any Christmas stuff until December. So everyone relax. Tyler says thank we, you. Yes, thank you. <laughs> this isn't just like a line in the sand. Uh, this is carved in stone. This line. Yeah, you put some respect into Thanksgiving's name. All right, there's good freaking food. And yeah, I don't know. That's that's all. Halloween I deserves its time. Thanksgiving deserves its time. Halloween or Christmas? I, eventually, we'll get to it. Nobody's <laughs> gonna rush over. Yeah, no one's gonna forget about Christmas. But yeah, no, because uh, I know a lot of um, uh, food kitchens and stuff like that. Everyone wants to volunteer on Thanksgiving because that's what everyone see in movies and TV shows. And it's just like no, they it's like it gets flooded because like they already have enough volunteers for Thanksgiving. But, yeah, I'd say it would depend on the the volunteer organization. Yeah, because I, I also see it's just like, hey, could you volunteer any other time of the year? It's like, no, no, I just want to do a Thanksgiving because right. that's what we do because, I don't know, movies told you that. Yeah, like there are some things that are time sensitive and that are good, like doing the Valentine's Day cards and gift bags for people. Yeah, you, you ramp up on the way leading up to Valentine's Day. But when it comes to like, Something people need all year long, like the soup kitchen. Just pick a Tuesday. Just just go. If, you, if that's what you want to volunteer for, don't wait for the holiday. Yeah, and the cards that that we keep talking about. So that was this organization called One Incredible Family. They're very small organization, but they they pack a powerful punch of you know just how many people they they help out. Um, they're in connection with children's hospitals and foster homes, and you know they're children who are afflicted with AIDS and other diseases. And so what they do is they just bring a little holiday cheer to them. So what we volunteered for was just making Valentine cards. They gave us the paper. They supplied us with the markers. We just had to bring the ideas. And I'll never forget, Calbert uh, made a little like pizza on a card and wrote, you have a piece of my heart. <laughs> <laughs> he still says that all the time. That is, okay, Calbert, I know you're listening. Yes. That is corny as hell. <laughs> We're going to discuss this when he comes back on. Yeah, we're going to discuss this. It's like, if he were here today because we just had pizza, he would have said, here's a piece of my heart. He still throws back to it. It's funny. I, it's so funny. I hate that so much now. <laughs> I will use it even more. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we just sat around for like, yeah, it was like two hours probably. Yeah, it wasn't a terribly long time. And again, it, we we're just hanging out, having fun come up with ideas so time goes by super fast yeah i also didn't give you guys too much time like a warning i think i hit you up the day before or the day of i feel like it was that morning yeah i believe it <laughs> yeah, yeah i think yeah i remember yeah you woke up and just like oh it's like i haven't even had coffee yet i'm not doing cards yeah it's like, yeah, technically i've got nothing else going on today it was a rainy day i remember yeah. that Except now that you laid out like who this was helping and all, like yeah, I feel like a real asshole now. Just like it's, it's, you should. No, there will be more opportunities. Hey, hey, hey! No one's harder on myself than I am. All right. That's true. That's true. <laughs> all right. We're all part of that club. Yep. Yeah. So for, uh, for Halloween, they made, um, or actually, they had just a bunch of paper bags, and we just drew scenes on there. And Calvert came with me to that one, and he's he's got this like background in drawing and animation, so his took like. 10 minutes to make 
And everyone's like, no, just like, you're making us look bad. Dude. Just <laughs> and they have stickers and we decorate them. And then if you stick around for the end, you get to fill the bags and they fill them with all kinds of candy. And so you people donate bags and bags and bags of like good candy, Snickers, all that stuff. Yeah, there you and go. And yeah, I've also gone for like their Easter basket one where we just, yeah, we just assembly line and we fill all these baskets. I've never delivered them to the organizations, but... Um, I started looking more into that, but then COVID hit and then Uh, the events for volunteering kind of dwindled a little bit. So I, I'll have to look up again. Last time I checked their website, they weren't really accepting volunteers. I think it was just their, yeah, their prime tier of helpers that they, that they counted on. Well, we're definitely going to count on you to come up with Mm -hmm. some uh, volunteer opportunities for us to join in because, well, we need something for the Instagram. Oh, I hey, you, you know, you have access to the account as much as I do. You can uh, post yeah, some no, stuff, no, too. We, we can, but we need the uh, the volunteer work, something to show off. All uh, right, fine, fine. I mean, well, I, so, I could post about me giving blood. There you go. The mug. We want a picture of the mug. Fine. Yes. I'll, uh, I'll put a post uh, with the picture <laughs> of the mug when this episode drops. So there you go. Hashtag mugshot. You son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. Because now I, now I have to add that. You should have waited for the soundboard sound. Oh, we need the soundboard. Uh, yeah. Well, I brought the soundboard, but I don't know how far away it is because I don't want it to just distort too much and then it just comes on the mic. But, you know. Yeah, like, I got to do it, though. All right. Okay, fine, fine. Uh, wait. Track. Okay, wait. So, wait. You're going to say your line and then I'm going to fire it off. Hashtag mugshot. <laughs> Okay, that, that, no. I feel so va- validated. No, no, you're terrible. <laughs> Thank right? you. Thank you, everybody. Oh, God. I really hope that came through. You love me. You really love me. Okay, that's enough. That's enough from Mr. Soundboard and this <laughs> audience with shitty taste. There you go. <laughs> I love how Rudy said that and rolled his eyes, yet he's the one pressing the buttons. <laughs> <laughs> Giving away all the secrets. Hey, hey, oh, sorry, sorry. Hey, you don't, like... You know, it, don't open, Sorry. you know, don't show behind the curtain, all right? Damn. <laughs> you know, you have all the power to uh, edit that out. Yeah, I know. That's why I could just edit that out, just for fun. So these volunteering opportunities that you've been involved with, is it more just like a charity that like you kind of just like called out to you or is it more just like a friend told you about or you learned about from work or something like that? Mm-hmm. Both, I would say. Um, yeah, the homeless are definitely have a special place in my heart. Um, when I was in high school, we, our school had life skills as a class. And one of those years, our junior year, it was all about volunteering. Mm. So we used those four hours a week, actually, of class time to go out into the community and do volunteer work. And we actually had to do, I think they said we had to do 15 consecutive hours. Oh no, actually, I think it was 30 or maybe even 45 consecutive hours at the same place. Wait, consecutive is not the right word. Uh, Concurrent? I mean, yes, there you go. So um, we we all had to pick a project. And mine was volunteering in a transitional housing. So they had homeless people who now had shelter. And it was this, yeah, this, this shelter was in Santa Monica over by the promenade, actually. Like, really nice area. Um, and they had a setup similar to, like, cubicles. So it was all... Um, the workers had access to their bedrooms. They had to um, 
do, yeah, give urine samples and drug tests and all that. But they had access to meals every, every meal of the day. They had a laundry room. They had showers. They had all of that. And I think they were housed there for like a minimum of eight months and had to find a job within a certain amount of time. Had to, um, they set up like a checking account for them and they had to hand over every paycheck. So by the time they graduated from the program, they had a, they had a full-time job. They had all these resources if they ever wanted to access the laundry room or whatever, they could do that. But the point was to transition them to an apartment. So they had enough of a little nest egg that they built within those eight months to a year. And it's just sort of helping them get off the street. And, and my job, I didn't interact much with them. It was all clerical work and I worked in an office and that wasn't what I wanted to do, but it was what they needed. <laughs> yeah, kind of like what you were talking about. I did want that like connection, the human connection. But ooh, I actually have a little anecdote I can share about that. Um, one day this one guy came in and he's like, can I borrow a, a magic marker, a black magic marker? I was like, yeah, sure, here you go. And he came back like five minutes later. Uh, I need a piece of tape. Can I have some tape? do you have a plastic bag? Like he just kept, kept coming in. I was like, dude, what are you working on? What special project can I help you with? What's the arts and crafts here? Okay. So he actually had a job interview for a security guard position. Wow. And he went into our donation closet and then he found a pair of shoes that fit him. And one of those shoes had a big old chunk missing out of the top. Oh. And so he was patching it up with a, sh with a paper, like no, a, a sheet of plastic that he colored in black. Wow. I was just like, dude, you're so resourceful. And yeah, I helped him patch that up. But that was, that was like the only experience I had in those 45 hours where I actually got to like talk to one of the, the, um, people who lived there, I guess. Yeah. So, but it, it stuck with me and that was over 20 years ago. It really stuck with me. Did he get that job? Yeah, he got the job. Ah, oh, <laughs> there yeah, you go. See? Wow, wow. That's amazing. Though. Amazing. Amazing, inspiring story. Yes, let's hear it for the man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, the homeless situation in L.A. is so wild, and it's so rough to try to tackle. But you, know, you love hearing those positive stories, and you, you always want to hear the stories about people taking advantage of those opportunities. But then you hear these other opportunities where, you know, okay, they've got hotel rooms where they could go, but then they've got to make that choice uh, where they can either stay homeless with their pet dog or give up their dog and go get the home mm -hmm. and make progress. And that's such a harsh choice to make. I don't envy them. And so it's hard to be judgmental of people that don't take those opportunities. But I love hearing the stories of people who succeed. Right. Yeah, they don't really cover a lot of those. I mean, I know, like, yeah, once in a while, it was like, meet, you know, Robert. And, you know, it's like, oh, Robert was homeless. And then, you know, the program helped him out. But I feel like a lot of it is just like, oh, look, they're still out here. The, you know, the organization isn't doing anything. It's just, you know, like, you know, how they're trying to clean out uh, Venice Beach. Yeah. And they have a bunch of you know, social workers and advocates and homeless services. And they're, and all they see instead is just like, oh, the cops are just coming in here and then just like the cleanup crew tearing everything down. But, you know, they're out there. It's just some people have a tougher struggle. Yeah, there's just so many causes that lead to the homelessness that <clears throat> there is no one solution. There's a hundred solutions that have incremental help. But anything that helps get somebody a job that they can maintain, that's probably one of the biggest 
boons for them. Also, I just remembered that the proper term is unhoused, so I'm going to need you to stay after this and say unhoused a bunch of times so I can just pepper it in throughout the <laughs> podcast. That's what we're worried about, the, the nomenclature here. <laughs> yes, we have to say things correctly. Anyway, no, just... But yeah, I, let's talk about, you know, the unhoused. I've known so many when I used to work at the Santa Monica Public Library, and I know you mm-hmm. used to work there yeah. part-time, Emma, yeah. and... Yeah, I just remember from 10 years working there, it felt like I knew every unhoused person in Los Angeles. Like sometimes I'd, I'd go as far as like Pasadena and I just swear I, I would see one of these people are like, I know them from the library. It's like, yeah, they usually ask for this paper when they show up. Like, what the hell? Yeah, it's funny because like I, I would pass a lot of the same. Uh, unhoused people as well and my brothers would too and my parents and one day I was walking with my younger brother and my dad and this this one man we always talked to on the corner he's like wait you guys are related like, he just always saw us independently and he's like you guys are so great yeah I used to take him uh, my mom would cook meals for him and I'd just be like can I take him some rice and I asked him do you like Mexican food he's like hell yeah I like Mexican food <laughs> who doesn't like Mexican food I'd bring him a really hot coffee. if he said no you're just like I don't this is this is why this is why things are south for you how un-American is it to not like mm. Mexican food mm-hmm. yeah pause for irony to kick in for some <laughs> some of the listeners it's like hey wait a minute yeah. But yeah, no, that's great. It's just like, yeah, you're out here single-handedly feeding all these people. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no, that's the thing. Like, I do wish I had uh, Hermione's ability to, like, clone myself so that I could do more. And I was a little surprised that you even asked me to do this topic because I don't even think of myself as the, a person who volunteers much. But, yeah, thinking back, I'm like, no, I have a lot of examples of... Of times I've given back in that way. Yeah, sometimes with like life, you th- you know, all the stuff that you you do like cons- consistently or mm-hmm. constantly, and then you forget that it's something that you know not a lot of people do. Right. I was just like, oh, you know, like yeah, it's great that you know how to do this or you actually take time to do this because most people kind of get caught up in just the day to day stuff or the stuff they need to take care of and. It never hits them that like, oh, they, they can make time out of their life to do something for someone else or take on a project or learn a new skill. And it, sometimes it's hard. I'm not out here saying that like, oh, it's just it's easy for everyone to carve out that time. But, you know, if you have that moment, just like thinking about others actually it helps your own life because, you know, you have a tangible ability to change someone else's situation and all it takes is just but a couple moments yeah and sometimes you don't you don't even get to see that connection how it impacted somebody's life but i will say that as a kid i did benefit from a lot of these free programs like i remember and i don't know if you ever went to these but over at rogers park in inglewood they used to have backpack giveaways every I remember, remember I remember that but I don't know like yeah I, was like, they, I don't they may have only done it two or three years in a row but they had backpacks and then they had uh, all the school supplies like full binders and paper and I think one year they even gave away shoes mm-hmm. they just asked you for your shoe size they gave you some Nikes and I remember going to that once or twice and wondering and I was li- I was a little kid Oh, no, not that. I was probably like a fifth grader. But I remember wondering, like, who are these people who give away yeah. free Nikes? Not really understanding that they were <laughs> probably corporations. You right. Know? 
um, giving all this free stuff away. But it was free Nikes like back in the day, not like now where it's no. just like, oh shit, that's yeah. a lot of money. Jordans. No. Yeah, yeah, these weren't Jordans. These weren't Jordans, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they might have actually been Reeboks. That's no, true. Yeah. Gear. yeah, now now it's like not so uncommon to have just like any organization. I know the Rams did did that for uh, a couple of elementary school students or high school students in Inglewood because, mm-hmm. you know, the Rams are trying to build goodwill now that they have their new stadium. We're out here. Yeah. And yeah, they had the whole like uh, backpack giveaways, stuff to the brim with, with uh, school supplies. Yeah. I also remember through church, um, I think I was already 14 or 15 years old, but I had a younger brother and my mom signed him up for like free gifts around Christmas time. And, um, she asked, can I sign up my other kids? And they said, if they're under 18, yes. And so she had to fill out this little questionnaire with like things that we were interested in. And she wrote down that I liked arts and crafts and she did her best to spell origami, (laughs) (laughs) you know, just like the kind of things I was into. And, and we got all this free, we got these wrapped gifts. They gave us these gifts. And again, I just remember thinking like, wow, some people like, how did they know, first of all, that I liked these crafts? And then when my mom told me that she's the one who told them, it just, it warmed my heart so much. And I remember deciding right then and there, like, if I ever have the means to give back to a community, I'm going to do that. And to this day, like, I have no idea who gave, who donated that box of origami paper. I have no idea who did that, but I try to be that person now, now that I have the means to give away some, you know, I can spare 20 bucks or whatever to buy some child their their dream toy. So uh, as long as it's on an iPhone, which a lot of kids are asking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that seems to be an easy buy right there. Just like reels, yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's part of what keeps me wanting to donate is just remembering experiences from my own childhood where I was in need or just benefited in some way. Wow. Well, congratulations, Emma. You made me look like a real asshole because I don't do any of that. (laughs) Well, it's not too late, Rudy. Okay, yes, yes. Never too late. Yeah, no, that's true. That's the whole theme of the podcast. It's not too late to actually do something new or try something new. Um, so So just off the top of your head, what are some of the organizations you're working with? Uh, one Incredible Family, that's the one that does the, the holiday stuff. Um, yeah, Heal the Bay. Heal the Bay, always great, you know, uh, just this, the ocean. This organization called Corazón de Vida, which does like or- trips to orphanages. Um, there's one orphanage in, in Tijuana that I've been to. Um, and then through my school i don't know what the name is of the organization i think it's just like a group of pta parents but they do like the whole like christmas angel thing where you just you sort of like sponsor a child or a family buy all these gifts for them Mm. what else yeah those are just a few off the top of my head Mm, cool yeah and i also donate blood so yeah that's a good one oh well there you go yeah yeah tyler why don't you donate blood uh i did Couple years ago, are you just waiting for all the alcohol to leave it? I just I keep getting these emails, uh, and I'm waiting for a good reward. Um, I'm like, uh, no, I don't need the the reward is saving human life, sir. <laughs> Last one I did had Starbucks cards. 
was like you just Beach, uh, you're just like they're giving away what now? <laughs> they're giving away what now? Yeah, no, like, um, I I kind of know a guy and he posts on Facebook once in a while about a nephew who's got some kind of blood disease and needs platelets. Um, and he would post about donating all the time. So one day I was like, man, I'm going to go do that. And I tried to go donate, uh, was it the plasma? Yeah, there's plasma, blood plasma. Yeah. And they were like, have you ever donated blood before? I said, no. And they said, well, let's just do the, let's not go deep into the plasma. Let's just do the regular blood drive. I was like, okay. Did that. No effect, uh, no adverse reactions to giving blood. Yeah. So now I get all the emails. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind. Answer the call. <laughs> yeah, I remember the first time I went to go give blood, uh, it turned out to be right after I got a tattoo and they said no. Yeah, yeah, you can't do that. I've been turned away from having like low iron levels. So now for a month, really? yeah, for like a month, yeah, I guess I'm kind of anemic. For like a month, I'll just have spinach smoothies every morning. Like to prepare to be able to. Oh, I would have just used it as an excuse to just like have steak and just like, yeah, <laughs> just like, yeah, kill all the animals. I want to, yeah. I need to give blood. <laughs> you mentioned Homeboy Cafe, right? In one of the. Yes, we mentioned, yeah. Home- yeah, yeah spot. so um, right before COVID hit, my birthday is like the official start of the quarantine here in California. Um, <laughs> but that was my plan. That's where I wanted to go to dinner with my friends. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So one day. One day, one, one day when. In the one. meantime, I'll just buy their bakery items. From yeah, yeah, we'll make it back out there. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I bought their salsa recently. It was just like eh, it was like I don't know, it wasn't that spicy? I don't know what happened. It's like what happened, homeboy? Answer <laughs> this podcast, this podcast specifically. <laughs> but uh, oh, Emma, you mentioned yeah. uh, that you know when uh, you were volunteering in Santa Monica that you went to school. Uh, would you care to inform the audience which school you went to? Sure. Went to Crossroads School. Ooh, Crossroads! If for those who don't know, Crossroads is a very elite school where most celebrities kind of send their kids. Yeah. Hello, Miss Fancy Pants. Yeah. 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 You know, and speaking of volunteering and all that, I was there on scholarships, so someone paid my thirty-two thousand dollar tuition. Yeah. Yep. A year. Yeah. It was, Every year. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she went to school with a couple of celebrities also, but I, like I don't want to put you on the spot. It was just kind of just like, ah, you know, let's. Now that you mentioned it, like we went to school, I was like, oh, let's see, just. You know, that's another weird thing for me as someone who moved to L.A. Like talking to people around L.A. and just any walk of life that I've seen, everybody seems to know somebody who just went to school with like a celebrity or the kids of celebrities, and they're like they're good friends with other celebrities, and it's it always feels like you're like. Three people removed from Hollywood. Yeah, it's a weird thing. Yeah, you know it's funny because I've I've seen it happen more like on the East Coast for some reason. I don't know. I feel like the East Coast also has a lot of that, just because a lot of you know a lot of kids like in New York, they all kind of just like there's only but so many schools, so it's just like oh, there's always like a pool of people just like yep, true, a bunch of true. famous people went to this school. But I mean, if you're on the East Coast, it's like yeah. It's more like it's just wherever people kind of like pool up. So. The first celebrity I ever saw was Jay Leno. Wow, that is very that's very sad. Yeah, I was <laughs> in Westwood and I was just hanging out. Uh, for those who don't know, for the youngins out here who might listen, uh, Jay Leno was a talk show host way, way, way back in the day, like back in the late 1900s. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that still right. bugs me. That's it that joke hurts. still bugs me. I'm like, oh man, when Zoomers call like anyone yeah. 90, they're not 90, wrong. Yeah, they're they're not not, exactly. That's why they're yeah, not wrong. I can't, I can't, I can't no attack rebuttal. them back because it's just like, yeah, it's like they're accurate. It's like it's pretty funny. the late 1900s. So yeah, so he was a talk show host in the late 1900s. You know, when we were barely discovering TV. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, what about you guys? What was the first celebrity? My f- first celebrity first. sighting? Uh, I think when I was younger, the, when I was a kid, I remember my parents won a contest for Disneyland tickets and we went to Disneyland. This was when Toontown first opened. Wow. And, uh, it was, was that the 90s. <laughs> 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 was the late 1900s. Yes. Know, How dare you? You respect your elders. No, no, no it was the 90s. It was the 90s. No, Toontown was in the 90s. Yeah. I remember that opening. Uh, yeah. And uh, we went because they won tickets and uh, we saw um, Umberto Luna. Remember Umberto yeah. Luna? Local uh, radio Those, DJ. Yeah. Like uh, K. What was the fucking call sign for that one? I don't remember. I Yeah. Not K Love. That was the other one. But yeah, it was just like big Spanish, big Latin radio. Nice. Latino radio. Um, but yeah, so that, that was like, well, that was the first like quote unquote celebrity, but I don't know anyone like I was a celebrity that I knew. I'm trying to remember who I saw. Well, I mean, it was probably when, you know, my sister went to school cause like she also went to a certain school with like, yes, number one. No, I'm, well, I mean, yeah, that too. Yeah, that too. But I mean, the, I was talking about Wildwood, oh. but yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to divulge too much cause like she's not here. Like if she like. It's her story. So Tell like, all the secrets. Tell all the secrets. We she went to seats. school with all the celebrities. Like, not. Nah, like, I'd rather save it when she's actually here to actually say it. Uh, but So that's why, like, I'm not going to spoil her stories for her. But we, maybe we could have a, uh, an episode of just, like, you know. Just celebrity sightings. Celebrity sightings. Well, it's more like you seeing them. It's like actually talking to them and stuff. I don't know. That's, the, that's why I'm counting Jay Leno as my first. Because technically I bumped, I physically bumped into Bob Saget. Even You're bearing the lead right there. Bob Saget's a better celebrity yeah. than Jay Leno. <laughs> well, but like, I didn't talk to him. I actually didn't even know it was him. Someone later told me, you just bumped into Bob Saget. He's <laughs> like, how dare you? How dare you b- bump into Bob Saget? See, that's my thing. He's like, high I'm, on cocaine right now. You, you be yeah, careful. I'm sure he was. Uh, like, I'm it was the late 1900s. That's what people <laughs> did. We had it in our, uh, we had it in our sodas and then eventually think, made it illegal. I think it was the 80s that really dominated cocaine. But, uh, <laughs> see, I, I, I'm so better recognizing celebrities because when you see somebody that you're not expecting to see in a particular environment like it's almost like face blindness i you just you're my mom could walk by me if i was walking through disneyland if i'm not expecting to see her i wouldn't recognize her hmm. um but like i was walking with some people and somebody made a joke about fraser i was like what the hell what that was random i was like oh we just walked past kelsey Grammer. i was like what <laughs> <clears throat> you like walked past Sideshow Bob and you didn't. Did. Wow. Uh, wow, you just, wow, incredible. Sideshow. Incredible. Yeah. Inconceivable. No, wait, that's uh, Wallace Shawn. That's Wallace Shawn, yeah. You're uh. thinking the. <sighs> oh, yeah, the. the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the rake, it? yeah, the oh, rake yes, bit. Yes, the, the rake bit, yeah. <laughs> the rake. The rake. Well, yeah, where he just steps on and just smacks them all. Down. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just want to isolate that sound. It's just like, hey, can anyone guess what this is? Someone guess what this is. It was spot on. It's like wrong answers only. That'll be the uh, the Instagram post. 
Yeah, again. Name the sound. Name the sound. Wrong answers only. <laughs> what other... Oh, I know a couple of um, non-profit, you know, organizations that I like to contribute, uh, aside from the Red Cross, vis-a-vis my blood. Um, but I also like uh, Doctors Without Borders. And especially now with, you know, COVID, you know, we yeah. need more doctors out there in different countries where are just like, yeah, we need to take care of these people because the vaccine's not going to get the, to them until maybe later this year at best. And then next year, hopefully, I don't know, we'll see. But yeah, that's the thing. It's like this COVID thing's still going to be an issue for them. So that's why I like, you know, uh, donating to that. Any kind of charities that stick out in your mind, Tyler, that you really like? You know, I don't know about charities in particular. Um, definitely the homeless, anything that's helping out the homeless. Uh, I'm a big favor of uh, that. Anything for animals, I do love. Um, I know you support Goodwill a lot, even though yeah. that's. <laughs> I mean, Goodwill. Even know, though that's not really a charity, like yeah. they, they it's are, an actual but a business, not. but they don't advertise as a business. I, I buy from Goodwill. I've bought from Goodwill quite a bit throughout my life, and I donate a lot of stuff to Goodwill. Um, but weirdly, another one, uh, you know, the Satanic Temple. There you go. Oh, uh, would you like to elaborate before you know all our subscribers drop off? Well, Especially the way we started off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're actually uh, they do a lot of like political work. Um, right now, they're making a big push to make abortion accessible in uh, Texas. So you have to go through these hoops and ladders to pretend that it's for religious purposes. So it's a it's a sacrificial uh, abortion. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it you know, and that sounds grotesque, but it's just terminology to get past things. Yeah, um, no, well, yeah, it's a grotesque answer to a very grotesque premise of just you know, yeah, nobody can get an abortion ever because Texas. You know, we decide. And just, and just the logic behind it is kind of a little ridiculous. Just like, oh, we're trying to stop the government from telling you what to do. No, people are choosing this. Yeah. Like, the government isn't going out aborting people. It's people want, like, I don't want that. Like, it's my choice. My person, like, it's a person-to-person thing. Yeah. It's not this big faceless organization doing it, deciding it. So, really, there's there are a few groups out there that defend us from... Religious zealots, uh, like the Satanic Temple, like they're doing real good political work. Um, a lot of it's kind of tongue in cheek, but they're doing actual work and they make opportunities available. So they're surprisingly a very good institute to donate some money to. Okay, good, good. Emma, you donate to any other organizations besides your time? Uh, usually when you do donate your time, they put you on a list and yeah. then... You so they, they're like, you. hey, I know you're free, but can you also like, yeah. are you free with the money? Like the LA Food Bank. I, yeah, I I have a few. And then um, also when friends are like, you know what, um, for my birthday this year, I'd like to forego presents. If you can just make a donation in my name to, you know, Alzheimer's or yeah, whatever. Um you kind of end up making monthly contributions that, that way three years later. Oh, my God. Speaking of monthly contributions, again, yeah, uh, what was it? KPCC, the, um, the in, like the indie radio station, I think that's also does PBS stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they, they own LAist and I contributed to LAist and I was just like, yeah, because it's an independent, independent news. It's like, 
I would think like five bucks a month or something. And now I'm still paying that five bucks a month. <laughs> and it's kind of just like, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's going to a good cause, but it's just like, is there a thing where I can just like, uh, maybe I can reconsider? <laughs> yeah. But also, but at this point, it's kind of just like, well, you know, it's like, at, at what point, how hard am I fighting for this five bucks? Right. Yeah. I mean, I could just invest five bucks on my own separately if and that'll cancel it out. <laughs> Uh, this has been very informative. Thank you, Emma. Um, very welcome. I was just wondering if there was anything else in the news that we wanted to bring up or talk about before. You guys have to because you skipped that essential part of your podcast. Well, I mean, it's well so far. Like the podcast has been pretty good just with this interview. This, yeah, and the, I think essential is a big word. Well, they're they are more than welcome to DM us in the Instagram account yeah. and tell us how upset they were and if they are, well, you. Know, we're here yeah. to deliver. Unless you have some personal stories of like teachers doing horrible things that like nope. recorded, you know, no, you don't want to take this time to like take shots at any yeah. fellow teachers or any of your students. No, no, they're all terrible. No. This is what I heard. They're no. all amazing. <laughs> I love the people I work with. I love uh, the job I have. I love the kids I work with, the families. Love my district. Love my bosses. Okay, okay. I already saw that your lawyer is giving you your thumbs up, right? You're, you covered your bases, Emma. You covered you your bases. Pass. It's just a great thing when you are kind of like, you're putting all your work, all your time, all your effort in the same direction as like everyone else you work with. So you actually, you don't waste your time, you know, fighting against any kind of... Yeah, you're working towards like the same goal. Yeah, yeah. So all of your time and effort goes in that direction. So yeah, that's it's a, it's just a, it's a good feeling. Yeah, no, that's good. That's I vent good. every once in a while. I mean, yeah, everybody vents about yeah. everything, you know, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, that's to. what this whole podcast is for. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, hey, can you believe this thing in the news? What the hell is this about? What's insert joke deal? here. Applause, applause. I don't know, whatever. We can, we can insert pauses for uh, applause. He's got his button. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, this podcast is about to get wild. <laughs> okay, you can hold on to the soundboard. Here, okay. Here, I want to see it. What else we got on there? I know. Oh, God. Oh, a fart? That's not <gasps> a fart. We got to do the fart. Okay. <laughs> no, but Emma, no, push the button. Oh, oh no! <laughs> anyone's farting, it's Tyler. We know that. Uh, <laughs> if I fart, it empties the room. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> oh, broken glass. That's a lot of broken glass. <laughs> oh, we're gonna use that one a lot. There's a boing. Okay, last one. <laughs> okay good good everyone can have fun with the soundboard uh now we're just gonna we just need the uh the the you know trademark uh radio host voice like hey guys you're watching the to live and try and lay podcast yeah it's like stay tuned on the ones and twos uh we're gonna need more cocaine for that yeah yeah we kind of do and more patter because i kind of just ran out of like three seconds in i was like what the hell am i trying to say well you know uh we also need advertisements that way we can really I could write up some advertisements. It's just like, hey, it's like we could do some for like, I don't know, water. It's like, hey guys, are you thirsty? You need to change your life. Get more moisture in your body. <laughs> Feel a little down, a little dehydrated. Well, like, have you heard of tap water? <laughs> <laughs> it's free. 
comes straight from the tap. <laughs> it's like your mileage may vary. It's like offer not available in Flint, Michigan. Oh. <laughs> Where's my applause for that one? Com- political commentary. Do that. What's that one? <laughs> <laughs> yes. This thing Those political <laughs> commentary. Oh, shout out to the people in Flint, Michigan. Hopefully the water situation is a lot better, but you know. I don't think it is. Yeah, yeah. I'll get to sue now though. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Sue for a lot of money. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. All right. Um, I don't know. You guys want to cover anything else? I think we got it. I mean, yeah, I don't really have a lot else going on. I mean, I, I've complained a lot on this uh, podcast about my hunt for a new car. I got me a new car. Well, yeah, you got your new car, so that's why you're not complaining about it. So it's uh, Unless you're complaining about something about your car. I'm, I'm just saying the saga is over. Yeah, you're overall a lot happier. And I think it comes through in the podcast. Good. Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, there was some tension. I was very I worried. Was, I was very worried. I was worried about our our friendship, you guys. I I was wildly stressed. Uh, you were stressed having, and depressed. And stressed and depressed. Uh, not having a car. Waiting on like changes with jobs and work and uh I had a wild weekend where everything just changed all at once, and uh, yeah, I'm good. No, yeah, that's positive. I, I like a lot of weight just kind of lifted. Mm, that's just, good. That's good, good to hear. Um, the urinal's still not art, but I mean, oh, you know, I'm better. I'm better. Wait, did I, did I pass? No. Probation? Did I pass? Oh, no, yes, yes. Yeah, yes. I'm welcome to come again. Okay, yes. We'll save that conversation because I have, I have some thoughts. Oh. But I'm on Rudy's side on most of it. Oh, so shit. This is America. You yeah. are allowed to be wrong. Wow. You know what? Calvert's on your side, though. You got Calvert. Oh, we're going to tag team this. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> but yeah, no, we, we've got that big mixology special coming up soon. And, uh, I don't know. The only thing I was thinking is just like maybe announce was like I'm thinking of doing NaNoWriMo this year. You should. Absolutely. For those who are unfamiliar, NaNoWriMo is short for National Novel Writing Month. It takes place in November, the month we are on when this episode comes out. So, yeah. But, yeah, it 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 entails of spending 30 days just writing. I think we have to write 100,000 words. Just, uh, just basically an early draft manuscript of a novel by the end of the month. And, Rudy, I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you. Well, I mean, you know, it's like I figure I had so much success creating this amazingly mediocre podcast. <laughs> so I was like, let me try and hammering out an okay novel. You're an English major, right? You were that is correct. Yeah. yeah. So I'm That's just bound to succeed. <laughs> no, you, he's got it in him. I've been telling you for years, like, you got to just at least start a blog or something. Yeah, no, that's true. Well, I mean, that's also the other project I was thinking on the side is just setting up the website. But I don't know if the website for the podcast or what are we, we going to put on it besides just recaps of the episode and just links. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you don't need to go into details or anything, but do you have any ideas for the story you want to write? Okay. Some ideas are um, knocking around. Let's see. Let's Copy see. It. I got one. Okay. It's like, it's about this Korean guy who is in a lot of debt. Okay. <laughs> and then he has to, he gets kidnapped and then he has no to play one. these child games in order no. to win a bunch of money. No one will you know, watch I'm, that. I, you know how much I love originality. I'm yeah, for that's it. right. Okay, good, good, no good. No one will watch that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. It's actually about these three people 
who live in a building who like murder podcasts yeah. and then a murder actually happens in their building. <gasps> Which one of them did it? It was Sting. <laughs> it was Sting. Yeah. Hey, man, that was my big twist. It was Sting. <laughs> this time it was Sting. <laughs> this time it was Sting. No, um, I don't know. I'm still, I'm still just trying to figure it out. I know I have the, I know I have to figure it out before I start. Well, I want to figure it out before I start. Oh. I mean, I don't have to figure you it out. You can always start and, and then, then figure it out. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is let your characters tell you what their story is. Oh, God. It's like, look, man, I've already seen a bunch of those fucking, you know, creative writing videos and they just like pedal the same bullshit. So, yeah. What about uh, like the way Frankenstein was written, where it was just a few friends shooting the shit and then just building off of each other's ideas? I feel like Mary Shelley had that story in her pocket. Yeah, or she probably did or, more than anyone else, or purse, or whatever they carried around, whatever ladies carried around their things in back in the day. Okay, <laughs> yeah, but that strategy is called exquisite corpse, where you just kind of build off of. Oh yeah, we could talk about exquisite corpse when we talk more about art, you know? Because <laughs> okay, I'm down. I'm curious to know what kind of art this is. It's just basically, you know, people put together their like. It's it's art like by consensus. It's just different people putting different things together. Oh, okay. So it's okay. like either just like, like a as a group telling yeah. a story, where just like someone tells the beginning, someone tells the middle, someone tells the end, or if you write a poem, each of person contributing a line and then putting them together. I feel like people do that a lot with uh, like campfire ghost stories. Mm-hmm. Somebody starts off with you know it was a dark and stormy <laughs> night and gets passed around. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, that's also, yeah, Exquisite Corpse. But yeah, that's for a future podcast. I will keep you posted. Well, I'll probably keep you posted about the NaNoWriMo at the end of the month. Because I'm going to be busy with writing that. Doing posts for this episode. Recording episodes. All the other stuff we do. I'm just going to be driving around circles in my new car. I know you are. Well, well, feel free to post on the Instagram or the Twitter, which if you don't know, it's at to live and try in LA podcast for Instagram. The Twitter's at to live and try pod. You can send us a question or a comment at the email to live and try in LA podcast at gmail.com. And just, yeah, just drop a line, subscribe, like, recommend the podcast. Tell somebody you know about this podcast. And then and tell then, them to tell somebody. Yeah, yeah. Just have it spread. And then just, yeah, because we need more. Well, I mean, we don't need more listeners, but we'd like more listeners. Just enough to earn some ad revenue. That's all I'm asking. Okay, you can set up the Patreon. How about that? Okay, okay. If you want, if you want, you set up the Patreon. Please give us money. <laughs> Think about how much better this would be if we had money. We could, we could afford, <laughs> we could afford to get more guests. Yes. But no, we appreciate you being here, Emma, though. Yeah, free guests are the best. Yeah, free guests. Are the, yeah. And yeah. we paid you in pizza? Uh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. I don't have to pay you back for that. Yeah, maybe no, we should. No. You know, we should also have merch. So that way, it's just like, hey, if you're a guest of the show, you get merch. That's a good idea. Like a you mug? Retro, give me some merch. I can't. Tyler, you can give her a mug from your cabinet there. No, no, no. We'll we'll go through a website. We'll get some uh, print-to-order stuff. All right, fine. Fine, fine. I'll see what... I'll look into it after I finish this damn novel I have to write now. I believe in you. Uh, oh, that's great. Me too. Uh, two out of three ain't bad. Two out of three. Yeah, Calvert doesn't, Calvert's <laughs> out here. It's like, I don't believe in Rudy. <laughs> 
he'll have to def- he'll have to explain himself in a future episode, which will be soon. But uh, yeah, I think well, he'll be back on and tell us why our photographs suck. Yeah, just because we didn't crop, we didn't crop, and yeah, we got zoom and crop, zoom and He's crop. He's right about all of them, though. He really was. He was right about all of them. I know that's the worst part. Yeah, I didn't think so as he was saying it, because <laughs> no, I hadn't seen the pictures. But then when I saw your post, I was like, no, he was right about all of them. It's so frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. I seen his flicker when he took some photos when you guys went to the Huntington yeah. Library. I was just like, I'm not impressed. Yeah. But his critique was still good. It doesn't yeah, his, his yeah that's right. That's right. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, you you want to wrap it up? Yeah. This has been a wonderful evening. I, this is always a good time. Always a good time catching up with you. Always a good time catching up with Emma. Yeah. Thank you again for being on the podcast. Thanks for asking me and having me. Of course, anytime. Uh, this has been a wonderful episode. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Hope to hear back from uh, everybody through Instagram DMs. Hit us up with all of your complaints and questions. Especially Calbert. Yeah, we're, we're waiting on you. Uh, hope everybody uh, has a safe Halloween and is looking forward to Thanksgiving. Yeah, not Christmas. Not yet. Keep those decorations down. <laughs> Full stop. Other than that, have a good day. (laughs) So long, everybody.